Podcast. I am your host, JT Bugis, and today we're going to jump into a little fat loss phase update. So I'm going to give you a cut update, weight loss phase, whatever you want to call it. I am currently pursuing weight loss for myself. So I did do a podcast on this right before I got started. So that was a couple months ago. Now I'm just over the two month threshold. So You'll have to go back a little ways to hear more about that and what my plan was going into this weight loss phase. Well, it has changed ever so slightly. And so I want to give you guys the goods, give you the update on that, let you know how it's going, what worked, how I handled the holidays, all that good stuff. So let's dive right in. So when I first recorded the podcast about my fat loss phase and what I was going to do. I went over some things that I'm consistent on leading into a fat loss phase, the things that I want to have in line before jumping into a fat loss phase. And those are things like I want to be strength training at least three times a week. I want to be sleeping seven to nine hours a night. I want to be getting my steps. I want to be getting sunlight. I want to be drinking my water. These are the big rocks. Um, And then I also want to be consistently tracking my food um, relatively meticulously leading up into it because I know that I'm going to have to be very meticulous once I enter a fat loss phase. And so I want to get that that ball greased a little bit and get rolling there. So then, as I as I covered earlier, what I the only thing I wanted to change was the quantity of calories that I would be eating and everything else stays the same. Everything else is already grooving. It's already in a great spot. And so all I have to do is maintain those things and then bring in the calorie deficit, which just means a reduction of food. And so I did do that. I think I went from about a little under 3,300 calories, about 3,250 to I'm currently sitting at 2,700 even. And over the course of this time, I've lost about 11 pounds in about 10 weeks, a little bit over 10 weeks now which is a great, great rate of progress. About a pound a week is phenomenal for anyone. Anything where you see people losing like three, four pounds a week, like that's that's tough. That's super duper fast, usually unsustainable. Um, so a pound a week is phenomenal. And I'm, I'm very, very happy with that rate of loss, which means that I found a good calorie deficit because my hunger is not out of whack. I'm not struggling. Would I like more food? Absolutely. Like it would just make life easier and better because more food is usually better, you know, just generally speaking. Like I like being able to eat a little bit more, maintain my weight, but that's not the goal right now. And so I've been able to to, uh, have success without feeling deprived at that calorie intake, which is amazing, which is perfect. And so again, as I discussed on that previous episode, my goal was to just simply change the quantity of calories eaten. And I've done that extremely well. We are in, I believe it's day 71. I show my weight every day on on Instagram stories. I think that's right where we're at. And now this does exclude some time. It excludes excludes about two weeks total um, for two vacations. One was a trip out of the country. 
um, for about a week. So I don't include those days in that, even though like I was still working on good habits. And then another Christmas trip back home. And really, I just excluded because I wasn't weighing myself. I wasn't tracking my food. It wasn't like I was off plan. I went in with a plan. It just didn't include tracking and weighing myself. But with the rate of weight loss overall that I'm experiencing, those two weeks didn't throw me off. In fact, the very first vacation, I actually lost weight. When I came back, I weighed a little bit less. Um, the opposite was true with the second vacation with Christmas, a little bit less quality of food during that trip with Midwestern casseroles, with some Christmas cookies. I stuck to food quality much better. The first trip out of the country to Guatemala where really healthy, fresh food is abundant. Um, and the second one, I I stuck with a good food quantity, but the quality was a little bit lowered, which just resulted in a temporary spike on the scale. But basically for both of those trips, all I really worked on was eating very, very slowly and stopping before I was full, really just trying to manage the quantity perspective by paying attention to how I was feeling. And by eating slowly, I gave my body the opportunity to tell me when I was satisfied rather than stuffed. So that's all I worked on over those two vacations. I did enjoy a Thanksgiving day in there as well, but I navigated the holidays, I think, extremely well by just being mindful and tracking as many days as possible. You know, anytime I was home, I was tracking minus Thanksgiving. I just didn't track one meal. That was it. And if you take out Thanksgiving and you take out the vacations, I haven't missed a single day of tracking. I've been ruthless about being on point with the quantity of my food intake. Because at the end of the day, if I'm not facilitating a calorie deficit, I'm not going to lose weight. And for me, tracking is the best tool to do that. It often is the best tool, but it's not. that's not a rule. For you, it could be something different. It could be just being mindful of smaller portion sizes. For some people, that is intermittent fasting. I don't recommend that for a ton of people, but for many people, it works to just say, I'm gonna lower my eating window, I'm gonna shorten my eating window, and that's going to allow me to eat less calories. It could be just removing snacks from your day, but eating everything else normally. There's a lot of different ways to get yourself into a calorie deficit, but I'm a person who's very logic-minded, who's very data-driven, and so I like tracking because then I can be sure. What gets managed, what gets monitored gets managed, I think is the saying. And so I know for sure that I'm going to be in a calorie deficit by weighing, logging, tracking my food. That's what works for me. It may not be what works for you, and that's okay. There's different strategies out there for everyone. This is just what worked for me. And so again, I was... I. I was going to say was, I have been and I am ruthless with that. My goal is to continue this through January because my coach is running a challenge, which brings me to the one thing I did do that I wasn't expecting to do. And so I just brought up my coach. I like having a coach for the added accountability and for pushing me to do things that I don't want to do, which is exactly what I did to help facilitate this fat loss to be even more effective. And that is increasing my steps. And so coming into this, and it still is a general belief of mine, is that really we only need to change nutrition quantity. If our steps are in a good place, we don't have 
to change them. We don't have to add more cardio. We don't have to add more strength training in order to facilitate a fat loss if we're doing it from food. For me, I tend to prefer most, if not all of my calorie deficit to come from food because I don't have to put more time investment into more walks, into more cardio, more time at the gym. I can just not eat as much. And that's going to facilitate the fat loss that I want. And so that was my mindset going into this was like, I'm going to crush my quantity goal and I'm not going to really add anything else because I can still lose weight by just like being ruthlessly consistent with my calorie goal and adjusting that to fit the desired rate of loss. Well, then lo and behold, my coach runs a January challenge that's based on 12,000 steps which may sound like a lot to some of you, not very much to others of you who are very active. For me, it was a lot because I have, uh, prior to that, I would hit about probably eight to 9,000 was my average. And it took me going on an hour long walk with my dogs every single day in order to hit that. I, I work from home, I work at a desk. Like if I don't take that walk, I'm getting like three to 4,000 steps tops. So that was, that was huge. And that's what kind of held me back from, adding more steps and working on that piece is because I already spent an hour of my day just getting intentional, purposeful movement. And frankly, I mean, part of it was laziness, part of it was that time investment, just knowing that I'd have to get on more walks. Um, and it was something that I'd toyed around with a long time. You know, most of my walks right now are in the afternoons. Um, I used to do them more so in the morning and getting that morning movement, getting that morning sunlight is so critical for how you feel for the day. Um, and your sleep later at night. I did want to get back to that. I'd also wanted to incorporate some post-dinner walks um, with wifey just to get a chance to get some movement in after dinner, give us a chance to connect and talk and have some short time um, just for ourselves. And so these were these were walks that I had been toying around with for a while. And finally, with this challenge, I had to do them. If I want to hit 12,000 steps, I got to do them. Like those three walks are necessary. Otherwise, I'm not I'm not getting 12K, just straight up. Like it, it would have to be a, like a, a weird day, maybe a weekend day with tons and tons of chores and errands and, you know, walking all the way around Costco um, for me to hit that, that amount of steps. Otherwise, I do have to be very, very intentional with getting these walks. And so it spurred me on to do that. I've been hitting 12K steps this entire month so far. And I've actually really enjoyed it. Like it's very, very difficult sometimes, especially the post-dinner walk to force myself to get up and get out. Like, I'm not going to lie. There is a ton of resistance to that. I think last night I remembered at like 8 p.m. and I was like, God damn it. Like, why? Why must I have this challenge right now? Why must I want to hit, hit 12K steps? Because the over 10,000 that I'm at right now is great. And it is. Like over 8,000 is great. But by adding those extra 4,000 steps, I believe I've made the weight loss easier. And truthfully, I have enjoyed it. I think even once this challenge is over after January, I will keep at least one of those walks in. And honestly, a lot of days, probably both because I enjoy the morning one. I, I want to get that sunlight. Wifey has started to come to like the evening walks. Um, and so chances are like, there's going to be a lot of days where I do both. And then obviously once the competition is over my competitive mindset around these walks doesn't have to be quite as intense. Like it probably won't be an every single day thing. Um, but I think it's going to be 
a good part of my routine now, which is kind of the joy of doing challenges like these is it forces you to do the thing that you've been putting off doing. And then it ends up being something you enjoy and that you want to keep in your routine. So that's the big change that I ended up make, making during this fat loss phase that I wasn't expecting to. It was just a, an increase in steps. And it is a tool that I utilize with many clients. It depends, honestly, on their preferences and their ability to invest that time and effort into getting more steps. Everybody's different. Like you might be the person who gets 12,000 steps naturally because your work is very movement oriented. And so, yeah, maybe you don't want to spend more time moving. You just want to reduce calories. That's okay. It's going to work different for everybody. But I do believe that for me that the combination of reducing food quantity and increasing steps has made it much easier on on me to get the rate of fat loss that I desire um, and to feel better while I'm doing it, to feel feel better with, you know, increasing low intensity movement rather than having to bust my butt with cardio or increase strength training. I think it's helped with my recovery in a lot of senses. It's helped with my sleep. And, and again, wifey has enjoyed it as she is, uh, she is growing our first baby. And so she's enjoyed getting the, the quality movement in since, you know, depending on how she's feeling, she's, she's working out sometimes with me, she's not working out other times with me, just depends on how she feels, but she can always go for a nice little walk. And so I know that she feels better from that too. So that is a kind of long, kind of rambling update on my fat loss phase. And so again, we're going great. We're going strong. I'm feeling really, really good despite being over two months into this. Not that I was expecting to feel bad at this point, but I'm nearing the point of my original goal, which was to get down into the 190s. I'm currently about 194, 195. And my original goal was, yeah, to get to maintain like in the low 190s um, and see how I feel. I feel great right now. I don't feel fatigued from the diet. I feel like I have a little bit more I want to lose. I was just updating my coach today to say, hey, like, let's maybe push for this month of January with this challenge while it's going on. Try and dip below 190. See how see how I feel there. But I would imagine that once I get into into that mid to high 180s, that's going to be a very comfortable place for me where I'm going to be able to balance having like an aesthetic that I want, because let's let's be real, we're all vain about ourselves in some small way. And it would be great if I could be magazine cover ripped, whatever. Not really. I don't want it that I don't want that level of ripped, but like I want to be lean and strong and, and, you know, have that visual aspect to that as well. But I also can't let my my ego and my former fat person desires get in the way of the fact that like that thing is hard to maintain. It's hard to maintain a six pack. I've done it before. It sucked. My body revolted. Um, and so I want to find that balance between like getting enough of the aesthetics where I feel really good about myself from that vanity perspective and balance it with the fact that like my strength, my performance, my health is not the best at that real high or I guess real low level of leanness, real low level of body fat. And so there needs to be a little bit of body fat there for my performance to be really, really well, for my cognitive function to be really high, and for me to just feel good. And so I think that balance is going to be somewhere in those high 180s, but we're going to see. We're going to see what happens. That's my goal right now is, is to get down below 190, maintain below that likely, and just see how I feel. See see how I feel about the balance between the aesthetic and the, the performance, the health, the longevity. It's ultimately what I'm trying to do here. My, my main focus is always going to be longevity. I want to live, live long and strong. And so that's going to be the primary focus. But let's let's not fool ourselves. I want to look good too. 
I'm sure you do as well. That's kind of the point of going in fat loss phases. So that's the update. I ended up making some switches um, to not only just focus on the quantity of nutrition, but to increase steps. And I think it's paid off big time. I think if I hadn't done the increase in steps, um, my rate of weight loss would be a little bit slower. Not inherently a bad thing, but I'm enjoying the slightly faster progress that's still within a sustainable range. And so if you're looking to lose weight, those are two things that you can do to help facilitate that big time. These are the, these are the two biggest things I think that you can do. I mean, obviously you have to, you have to be in a calorie deficit to lose weight. You just have to be one way or another. You have to facilitate that, whether that's by tracking your food and eating less, doing the intermittent fasting, uh, working on portion sizes and doing smaller ones, removing snacks, whatever it is that you have to do to get into a calorie deficit, pick the one that works best for you and do that. And then add in a couple walks. You know, these couple walks that I'm adding are 15 to 20 minutes. So over the course of the day, it's 30 to 35 minutes extra of walking, but I do one in the morning. I do one in the evening. It's really not that disruptive to my schedule. Certainly not as much as I made it out to be in my head beforehand. And so if you do both of those things, you're going to lose weight. You will. If you've done them right, you'll lose weight. And then you can just keep doing those things and be ruthless with them. Because at the end of the day, if you're not consistently doing it, then there's going to be some wiggle hole wiggle room with that losing weight thing. But if you are ruthless and consistent about doing those two things or whatever X number of things you decide or you and your coach decide to focus on during your weight loss phase, I try and keep the list small. When we're in a weight loss phase, I want people to just be worried about the calorie deficit first and foremost. But if you're ruthlessly consistent with them, you'll get results. You know, done 11 pounds in 10 weeks because of ruthless consistency. And then when I've met my goal, when I'm back into more of a maintenance mode, I have a little bit more wiggle room there. But until then, I'm gonna crush and we're gonna see what happens for the rest of January. I'm excited to see what happens and I will keep you guys updated on that. And to finish off this episode, if you guys find some value in this update, and me kind of laying out the things that I did to help facilitate my fat loss, I would be so grateful if you share the show, rate the show on whatever platform that you're on, tag me on social media, do all the things if you found this helpful. I hope it was, and we'll be back with more next week. 